This episode of Outspoken is brought to you by our friends at Spartone, the natural liquid iron supplement. Hi and welcome to Outspoken. You're joined by journalists Kate, Amy and Sophie Torber. Coming up on today's episode, the Kardashians' explosive physical fight that sent the internet into meltdown. The pressure to make our self-ISO days look Instagrammable and the self-proclaimed hot girl of TikTok's repulsive viral challenge. Well, welcome everyone. How have all your weeks been in this crazy, crazy time? I'm going to be pretty honest, pretty shit. I got made redundant this, well, on Friday from my job at the 36ers. That's a story to be continued. Mm, I don't think you can say too much about that on here, but I think you're probably in the same boat as many Australians at the moment, but we don't want to focus on the negative. We want to make this podcast as positive and hopefully an escape away from all the negativity. Well, one positive of it is that I can focus on this podcast for the next 17 and a half weeks. So that's fantastic news. Are you going to spend your weeks down at the shops now that ScoMo said it's okay to go and get puzzles or something essential for your family? Well, I'd have, I've already picked up my puzzle, so I don't really need to go down to the shop, but I heard a lot of shops aren't actually opened. Mm, that's right. Well, for those who missed it, ScoMo, of course, said in a press conference that his wife and his uh, children have been down shopping for puzzles, and that's one of the main reasons that shopping centers have been left open. I love it. I'm actually loving ScoMo today. He's made a few good announcements, so good on him. I've got to admit, I'm a fan of him. I wasn't last week, but I think he's redeemed himself with the JobKeeper package that he just introduced today. Yeah, definitely. Now, on a different note, I have to have a bit of payback with Amy here. Last week, she spoke about making lists of things that I always get wrong. Now, I have made a list of my own. Now, apparently for 31 years, Amy has thought line dancing, which is, of course, the country dance where people dance in lines, is called line dancing. Look, I knew it was called that. I just got mixed up when I was talking to you on the phone and I don't care. It's a silly thing anyway. So whatever. Talking about lions, I know they're a different big cat, but has anyone been watching Tiger King on Netflix? Yes, I have. Oh my God, it's incredible. You really got to pay attention though. Oh, I know. I kept seeing everyone posting about it on Instagram and I didn't really even know what it was about. And when I first flicked it on, I was like, oh, this is kind of boring. Oh my gosh, it gets so juicy though. That guy just needed to learn to stop. Well, I'm only two episodes in. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, I will literally you up. You're literally. I will literally you you up. Come here. You guys, my daughter's sleeping. Don't ever come at me like that. I swear to God, I'll punch you in your face. Don't. Billy and Billy, stop. Okay, stop. You two. Okay, stop. (laughs) Wait, no, no. Come. True is ever. Shut the. Stop. Ever you do it or shut the f- up? Ever f-ing dig your nails in me like that? How f- old are you? Stop. How old am I? How old are you? Now, those are the sounds of two angry Kardashians having a bit of a punch on at home. To be honest, it reminded me of living at home with my sisters. What did you think about it, Amy? Yeah, it did make me feel a little bit better because that particular day, we'd actually had a huge argument, which I thought was quite disgusting for people of 31 to be fighting. Well, we punching. I just think it shows that whatever age you are with siblings, you're always brought down to that level of being children together. 
Now, for those who didn't see the episode, Courtney and Kim were fighting over work commitments. Kim basically had a slip of the tongue and didn't include Courtney in a sentiment about how hard they all work. And Courtney was really, really angry about this. It's not the first time they fought over this because there's been a lot of discussion around Courtney never helping out with all the work commitments and always looking after her kids. But now that they've all got kids, it seems to have boiled over. Yeah, last season they had another explosive fight where Kim called her the least interesting to look at. And my God, we watched that before. It was hilarious. Well, the thing is, there's so many rumors that Courtney is going to stop filming Keeping Up With The Kardashians. And when I say rumors, it was a storyline from the last series of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. So I personally was surprised to see her back. Well, Courtney definitely hinted at her leaving the show in her post to commemorate the 18th series of the show starting. She wrote, the first two episodes are hard for me to watch, but it is in our darker moments that growth happens. I finally had the courage to change what was no longer bringing me happiness and putting my time and energy into that which is. Choose happiness. She also hit back at a fan who wrote on Twitter that Courtney Kardashian just needs to leave the show. And she simply wrote back, I did. Bye. I can understand why the other sisters would be pissed off because they're out there sharing their lives and sharing so many personal details. Like look at Chloe having to share about being cheated on constantly. And then Courtney's still kind of cashing in on that exposure because she's still a part of the Kardashians. Yeah, well, Courtney was refusing to do any storylines that related to love interests. And I know people might say, oh, well, that's her private business. But the whole reason that the Kardashians are so successful is because the show has actually shown all different facets of their life from the good to the bad. And quite frankly, no one's going to watch it if they're not going to be so bold and brazen about what they share. It's a real backflip from what she used to be like on the show because I remember during that Miami series back in the day when Mason was just born, she used to share everything. She had no shame. So it's interesting to see what has caused her to change her mind. I feel like it was splitting up with Scott Disick, to be honest. Yeah, that's such a good point. And going back to the kind of physical element of the fight, a lot of people were discussing whether they thought it was real or not or whether it was just an attempt to grab ratings for the new series. What do you guys think? For someone that's been in a lot of fights like that with sisters, I definitely think it was real. Oh my gosh, it was totally real. I mean, it was was a bit embarrassing to watch. Like if that was me, I would be embarrassed to put that fight out there. And I think they've all got enough money that they wouldn't need to be causing fights like that for publicity. I just love Kendall's smirk when they started going at it. You could tell she was really shocked that they were actually doing it on camera. What about Chloe? My child is sleeping. Kim goes straight for the virgin, like tries to knee (laughs) Courtney there. It's not a new thing for the Kardashians to use a hook like this to introduce their new series. You've had Bruce Jenner turning into Caitlyn Jenner. You've had all the Tristan Thompson issues the breakups of families with Scott and Courtney. Lamar Odom. Yeah, so there's so many different big stories that have happened. And I suppose at the moment, there's nothing really huge that happened with the Kardashians. But I generally think that there is a lot of tension with that family. And it's not the first time a physical fight has broken out on the show. In series two, Kim swung, remember when she swung her bag at Chloe and then tried to punch her? Yeah, that was a pretty iconic fight. I loved it. I remember watching that as a teenager and I was like, oh my God, this show just got absolutely amazing there was a lot of people talking about it online and rob kardashian even weighed in on it saying that he thinks his sisters forgot they were filming for keeping up with the kardashians and instead were filming for bad girls club as funny as the fight was do you guys think that maybe you do get to a point where you're too old to be fighting with your siblings particularly if you've got children and people looking up to you 
Well, I touched on it before. I think that whenever you're with your siblings, you're brought back down to being a child. And personally, I feel like the three of us will still be fighting when we're their age. I mean, hopefully not physically. Yeah, it would be different if they were friends, if it was two 40-year-old friends physically fighting. But I think, as you said, being sisters, I completely understand. And we really want to know what you think because we're a little bit biased being three sisters ourselves. So we'll pop up a poll on Instagram whether you think you can be too old to physically fight with your siblings. So we just wanted to take a little break to share with you a product that I personally have been using for over five years, which is Spartone and naturally occurring iron water. Now I swear by this stuff and Amy, I even got you onto it. It is amazing for vegetarians or anyone that's just wanting to boost their immune system in this crazy world we're living in at the moment. Now, some of you might not know, but Kate, Sophie and I have been vegetarian since we were 14 and a vegetarian diet can often lead to you being low in iron. So this has been an amazing supplement for us because sometimes you get prescribed those strong iron tablets and they can leave your stomach feeling really, really upset. Now, this is probably too much information. And anyone who knows me knows that I've got a very weak stomach and these iron tablets wreaked havoc. I was bloated. I felt constipated and it gives you black poos as well. But with the Spartone, you don't have any of those horrible side effects. You literally just take it in the morning and you forget you've had it, but you feel fantastic. You don't feel dizzy and yuck anymore. And the best thing is for lazy people like me, it comes in these little sachets that you can either chuck in your bag or bring around with you if you go on holidays. And for us, every morning we get up and pull pour it into a glass of, you can do it in water, orange juice, whatever you like. I would really suggest with orange juice because it helps the absorption of the iron. And for anyone who's interested in trying it out, we do have a discount code for you. Now, if you use the discount code OUTSPOKEN, you can receive 30% off the product and we will be running a competition for anyone who wants to get their hands on it for free. Now, all of that information will be in the show notes and on our Instagram and Facebook account. Now let's move on to the social media pit and peak of the week. Now this is such a cute one. Selena Gomez has adopted a puppy called Daisy and in doing so she's promoting fostering puppies as opposed to just picking them up from a pet shop during this pandemic because a lot of places have seen a decline in the number of people fostering animals at this time. It's been so cute because I have noticed my Facebook feed filling up with pictures of little puppies people have adopted. I just hope that they're going to continue to find them cute and they're not going to drive them crazy during the pandemic and they'll dump them later. That's my only fear. Yeah, well, that's the whole important thing. I think there has been a decline in pet adoption. So I urge people that are looking to get a new friend over this time of self-isolation to go and adopt them rather than pick them up from pet shops or breeders. What is quite worrying, though, is a lot of people are losing their jobs and struggling for financially so we hope it is a decision that they're making that they're thinking about the long term not just getting something straight away you know to curb their boredom let's move on to the pit of the week and this is a rather gross one there is a tiktok star called ava louise and she tried to start a viral challenge which was called the coronavirus challenge and in the challenge video she has posted a video of herself in the bathroom on an airplane licking a toilet seat Now, this is so disgusting. Yeah, it's caused a lot of outrage with many fans calling for her to actually be arrested. And she hit back on Twitter telling worried fans that she doesn't have it because she still can vape. I mean, that's important to know. 
She's disgusting. I'm just going to put it out there. The way she was talking to people, leaving her hate comments, like she just spoke about people in such a disrespectful manner. And I feel like that's just what's wrong with society at the moment. She's the sort of person who'd be down at the beach, bloody sunning herself at fucking Bondi Beach. So this idiot's been on Dr. Phil twice. She's clearly got issues. And she was actually quoted around the time Coachella got cancelled that she doesn't care if she gets coronavirus because it will make her look super skinny. Now, another TikTok star, Lars, I think his name is, who also did the challenge. He's actually in hospital now with coronavirus. It sounds bad, but those people kind of deserve to do it. They're fucking idiots. Why would you do that? Why would you lick a toilet seat? Well, this guy that is in hospital, he has done other prank videos of him going into shops and licking ice cream and then putting it back. This was before coronavirus, but these are the sort of idiots that are out there at the moment. Now, although we're trapped inside in the midst of a pandemic, somehow we're still feeling the pressure to make our self-ISO days look Instagrammable. Travel photos and boot camps have been replaced with candles burning, TikTok dances and baking. Kate, have you seen a change in the way people are posting about their habits now? I definitely have. And I think it's really important just for us to reiterate how important it is for people to stay home. And I have been enjoying the content that people have been producing at home. Now, there's some that's a little bit cringe for those people that are acting like they're now influencers and showing us them cooking dinner or them washing the car or them cleaning at home on sped up. I have been laughing about that to myself. But other than that, I actually think it's a pretty positive move. Can those people keep posting though? Because I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying kind of sniggering and be like, who do they think they are? But I'm going to sit here and watch it. It's just too hilarious. I have noticed a trend of influencers talking about the gyms are closed and the coffee shops are closed. Oh, I've just had to go out and buy a whole home gym and a whole expensive coffee machine. Whereas reality us plebs with jobs or businesses we're like how am i gonna afford of instant coffee there has been a discussion around wealth and how different people are actually dealing with self-isolation i did read an article today that roxy jasenko she's actually in quarantine because she was in new zealand recently and she's been at home washing her money so she actually uh, showed on instagram a shot of her money drying on the clothes hanger Wow. Well, one other star, Miley Cyrus, has come out and said that she's actually feeling a little bit guilty because obviously she's got a mansion that she can self-isolate in. And she said she felt very fortunate because there's a lot of others that are not that well off. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, it's not only celebrities who I think are putting this pressure on everyone to feel like they're thriving or show that they're thriving at the moment. It is these everyday people who are showing off about their daily workouts and their gourmet meals they're cooking up. Do you guys feel pressured at all to make your self-isolation look cool? I don't know. I'm on the fence about this one because I feel like some people are trying to keep themselves accountable by posting that sort of information. And I kind of find it a little bit motivating. I mean, I have been working out most days since I've been unemployed slash self-isolated, but I haven't been posting about it. Because I don't think anyone wants to see that. I'm the same. I find it motivating, but I've also seen another trend. I'm feeling guilty if I put stuff up. Yeah, well, shaming of people on social media has really turned into a trend. Anyone in Adelaide knows about shit Adelaide. And I do agree with shaming people in big crowds, but when you're sending in pictures of people at parks or out on walks, which are well within people's rights at the moment to do. And our Premier Stephen Marshall came out on ABC Radio today and said, look, we've got to stop shaming people because you can go and walk at the beach. You've just got to follow the social distancing rules. 
Yeah, that's so true. And I think something good that Instagram has done is they've implemented a stay at home Instagram sticker. And I think it's really positive because it's showing people that you don't have to stop sharing about what you're doing. You can still be involved in the community. And and at this time, I feel like it's this sense of community online that's really important for a lot of people because it is a really sad and lonely time. And if we can stay connected in any way we can, we should be doing it. Yeah, I mean, I can see how some people are showing off about their personal growth activities and how much they're doing inside and they're painting. But I do, as I said, find it motivating and there are a few good ideas coming out of what's going on. I mean, I've seen Abby Chatfield doing painting classes and so has Olivia Rogers. And I found that really cool because I noticed a lot of their followers were doing the same thing and it's keeping them occupied. Something I don't find so cool is that push-up challenge that has been filling up my feed. I'm sorry for anyone if they're doing it, but I just find it so cringe. Now, like if you haven't seen it, it's asking people to do 10 push-ups and then tagging their friends. I feel like I'm hanging out with the right people because I'm yet to be tagged in it, fortunately. There's also been a scary one where men are nominating other, their friends to shave their heads. Now, we've seen Olivia Rogers, former Miss Universe, who you touched on before. Her boyfriend has actually shaved his head because I suppose we're not really supposed to be going out getting haircuts anymore. And I feel like it's a bullshit excuse for guys to try and look as terrible as they can. Now, moving on to what's been filling up our news feeds this week. Now, Sophie Mason, who is, of course, Kourtney Kardashian's son, has been making headlines. What's he been doing? Well, earlier in the week, he made up his very own first Instagram account, which attracted 2.7 million followers. And on that, he spilled a lot of tea on his aunties. So the first bit of explosive news he came out with is the fact that Kylie and Travis Scott are not together. Excuse my ignorance. I thought they broke up ages ago. Or were they back together? Well, there was news that they were back together Uh, recently. Now, since he revealed that information, Courtney and Scott actually deleted his Instagram account. So he lost all of those followers followers and in an act of defiance he came up with a tiktok account instead where he went live and told all of his followers that his parents had ruined his influencer career so i mean i think we should keep him going i feel like if he's gonna spill the beans i've been waiting for this ever since he was born i've been so interested to see i mean we saw it with kylie and kendall how they evolved and this is going to be super interesting this next generation of kardashians now the other story that's been filling up my feed is taylor swift surprising fans with money donations now this was a really beautiful one she sent a number of fans three thousand dollar deposits and the first was to a girl called holly turner who's a freelance photographer and she said that her livelihood was being threatened and she was deciding whether she could stay in new york city now taylor sent her money and wrote holly you've always been there for me i want to be there for you right now i hope this helps maybe i should be telling taylor about my redundancy package taylor if you're (laughs) listening it's and i won't give out my address on here (laughs) you know what that's great pr from taylor swift i know that she probably is genuinely doing it but this is these are the kind of things that businesses need to be thinking about. Mm. These are the kind mm. of things people will remember. Well, another thing I found very entertaining on my news feed was the fact that Britney Spears has claimed that she ran faster than Usain Bolt. Now, I think this was in a 100-meter sprint. She said she did it under six seconds, and she put up a screenshot <laughs> of her timer to prove it. That's crazy. I feel like so many people at the moment think that they're runners. It's like a big excuse now just to go outside. I'd be really interested to see how many people have taken it up now. I still have not. Well, something that popped up in my newsfeed today is talk that Connie from Married at First Sight was given a make down by producers. So we've all seen Connie looking glamorous in recent times, but then we've seen her looking quite, I don't want to say drab, I suppose, on the show. Normal. 
normal. She's she's a very attractive woman. So on the show, she was always wearing glasses, no makeup and her hair down. And the articles are saying that producers made her dress that way and wear no makeup. So then she could at the end have that metamorphosis moment. Now, I actually think this is definitely true because I did my own investigation, a deep dive of her Instagram account, and she was looking a lot more glamorous in her pictures, which I know is Instagram. But she just doesn't look like someone that just doesn't wear makeup. She had beautiful winged eyeliner. She really made an effort with her appearance before. The insider also said that they told people like Stacey and Haley and some of the sort of more glamorous wives to dress in a certain way and to always wear makeup and to look a certain way to show that divide between Connie and them and, and show Connie as the nice girl next door. Is it just me or has the last couple of episodes of Maths been dragging on? They are so boring. Yeah, God, can they just take us to the reunion? That's when all the dirt apparently goes down. And another story that caught my attention online was the Veronica's Untouched song becoming the song of quarantine. Well, that's in Australia anyway. Now, America had an attempt at the same thing, but they failed miserably. It ended up getting mocked online and being very insensitive. So an Australian group called Cub Sport they decided to do a sing-along with a bunch of Aussie musicians. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't know who any of them were. Did you? I knew G Flip, but that's because Sophie and I did some work for the Oz Indie Awards. Well, I only knew events Joy and TK Miser because she came to some 36ers game. And then there are a whole bunch of people that I've got no idea. They who just they were. looked like Joe Blow on the street. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, we're probably too old and not cool enough. So I'm sure you guys yeah. may know who they are. This is like in, this is no reflection of the artists. This is more a reflection on how uncool we are because I, I was expecting to see maybe, you know, Delta Goodrum, Anthony Kalia, they were, Sebastian. Yeah. Where, where were they? Anyway, despite not knowing who most of the people are, my favorite bit at the end was when the Veronica's made a cameo and it's pretty good value. So I would go check that out on Cub Sports Instagram. Well, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for listening to Outspoken and just a big thank you again to our sponsor of this episode, Spartone. And just a final message. I just wanted to say how important it is for all of us to keep staying at home and self-isolating. I think everyone is doing such an amazing job. And as much as we just paid out people putting their productive days on Instagram, I do love seeing them. And it would be great if you can share with us where you're watching from at home and some of the activities you have been doing. And if you did enjoy this episode, we'd love if you could share it on your Instagram just to let others know about the podcast and we will be putting out plenty of content to hopefully keep you entertained and please make sure you enter the Spartone competition because they are giving away some incredible prizes. Thanks again for listening.